0: Good morning, Nachum. <clears throat> Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of wow finishing Sefer Shmos, Chazak, Chazak, Venis and taking out a second Sefer Torah, from which we read from Chapter Twelve in the Book of Shmos, beginning with Hachodesh Hazeh Lochem, the mitzvah of. Consecrating Rosh Chodesh, the new um, month, based upon the lunar calendar. Our calendar is both lunar and solar in the sense that we're reminded Pesach must be in the springtime, and for that reason, 7 out of 19 years are a leap year, so that Pesach will always fall um, In the springtime, we read the first 20 psukim from the second sefer from chapter 12, the laws of the Korban Pesach and laws of Pesach, preparing us for the Pesach and pining, reminding us of what we're missing regarding the Korban Pesach. In Parshas Vayakel and Pekudei, according to the Chinuch, there is but one mitzvah, and that is found at the beginning of Parshas Vayakel, where the Torah says, in the third Pasuk, Lo Sevaru Eish, you're not to light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Shabbos, understood by our rabbis to mean that there's not to be the capital punishment of Bezden, of the court, on Shabbos and our rabbis understand it on a much uh, other level that not only interestingly against the Karaites who said Shabbos is to be observed in darkness and cold food, we say no, you should have hot food on Shabbos as long as the fire has been, uh, the food has been cooked from before Shabbos, or as we know, the practice of Cholt, the fire and the food is cooking from before Shabbos. Our rabbis say, in addition, that the, come on, the individual, as well, should not bring himself to quote fire or anger on Shabbos. Especially be careful to make sure that there is Shalom bayis on Shabbos. I'd like to point out and share with you a very interesting um, point based upon the pronunciation of the second Pasuk in this week's Parsha. Speaking about the observance of Shabbos, the Torah says, Sheshes Yomim, six days teyose. Melacha, work is to be done Ubayom hashvii Yelochem Kodesh and on the seventh day it shall be for you holy Shabas Shabason Lashem, it shall be a, a day of complete rest for Hashem. Interestingly the word is spelled Tuf sinhe, Sin Hey, which certainly could have been vocalized Taase. In the active form, ta'aseh, you shall do work. However, that is not the way the Messorah is. In every Jewish synagogue throughout the world, it is going to be read, not ta'aseh, but te'oseh, which is the passive action form. It is to be done. What might be the significant lesson to be derived between the active form or the passive form? Says the Sefer Darche Musar by Rav Yaakov Naiman Zatzal, a very interesting idea. Tase means you, the individual, are the one who is doing it. Teyose means that it is being done. And we understand it's being done with the help of another, capital A, namely with Hashem's help. Therefore, it is so much easier for the Jew to follow this law and to desist from working on the Shabbos, because after all, who is providing his sustenance all week long anyway? It's not him, it's not taase. it's te'aseh, it shall be done. It's being done with capital H, his help. And, as I'll point out in a moment, God gives us incredible dignity in the process. The late Lubavitcher Rebbe, Zeichat Tzavik Levracha, asked a very basic question. The beginning of every single Shmone Esrei in the Bracha of Avos, every single Shmone Esrei begins gomeil Chasodim Tovim. We acknowledge that God is the one who literally bestows beneficial kindnesses. Now, a chesed is a kindness gomel, he causes. He causes kindnesses. Why must the word tovim, good kindnesses, who needs the adjective good, when after all is not, by definition, every chesed tov? And the Rebbe answers so beautifully as follows. The fact that God gives each and every one of us our parnosah, our sustenance, that which we need, that's a chesed. But he can give it to us in a way that we wouldn't necessarily have our dignity. He would support us, but he would give it to us directly. What does God do? God allows each and every one of us to be themselves, be a craftsman, be a professional. Each person earns their living by their contributing to society. So in the process, they have dignity. They feel they're important. They are contributing. But in reality, and they feel, wait a second, I am making a living. In reality, it is all coming from Him. And therefore, once it is all coming from Him, it is Tehoseh. And the first thing is, it's much easier for us to understand the concept of Shabbos, because after all, He's the one that's providing. He's the one that can tell us certainly to stop working. One. Number two. The Gemara says in Subos Samuch Ches Amad Aleph. 68a. What does the Gemara say? Kol hamalim enav whoever looks away, withholds, his eyes, from charity? It's as if they are literally believing in another God, worshipping, idolatry. How do you connect the two? Because he's not generous, That's something's wrong with his theology? And the answer is yes, based upon the above. Why might a person not give charity? Because after all, it's my money. I worked for it. It's mine. Let that person, instead of collecting, let that person work, or whatever his circumstances are. This is mine. But if a person realizes that that which you have is yours because God gave it to you, because it's teos, because it shall be done, the work during the six days, with his capital H, help, then it's not only that much easier to give, because you're really giving that which belongs to him. If you believe that it's yours, because you're the one that earned it, that's akin to Avodah Zarah, to idolatry, because there's another power aside from him, namely you. And that way we can understand very possibly the verse in Tehilim, paragraph 81, which happens to be the Sheer Shel Yom, which we said yesterday for Thursday in verse 10 in chapter 81. What does David Amelech teach? David says, b'cha El Zar. Now literally it means you shall not believe in any other God other than Hashem. But you could understand it to mean loiye. There shouldn't be in you. Namely, there shouldn't be a flaw in your character that you're going to be so arrogant to think that you're the one that is the provider. Now, number three... One of the hardest mitzvahs in the Torah, because amensh is nor amensh. A person is only a person. Mitzvah 241 and 242 as found in Pashas Kedoshim, lo sitor, not to bear a grudge and not to take revenge. My goodness, come on. How is it possible for a person not to? Very simply, I go to somebody and I say, please lend me something. And they say no to me. So the next week, when they come to me and said, can I borrow, I say, no, you didn't lend me, I'm not lending you. And that's human nature. And the Torah says, don't. Or you're not even allowed to say, I'm not like you, you didn't, and I'm going to lend. How can the Torah ask us to go against basic human nature? And the answer is, says the Chinuch, if you recognize that if you get something or not get something, if somebody bothers you or not, true, they did something wrong, and they'll have to answer their accountability. But ultimately, God is the one, Teyoseh, who's directing the show. And if he's directing the show, then you can't be angry at the next one. It is he who didn't want you to have it. And finally... Something very interesting. The Chazon Ish, Zatzal, in his Sefer, Emuna Ubitachon, actually tells of a case. The, sti- the street in B'nei Brak was Rechov ben Petachia. And B'nei Brak, in the days of the Chazon Ish, was a small city, not like it is today. And a man had a printing shop. And guess what? Down the block, another Jew opened up a printing shop. And the first one, who was there first, goes in to him, Shalom Aleichem, what can I do for you? And let me help you, let me give you advice, what to do and what not to do. So the second one on the block couldn't believe it. Not only is he not yelling at me, but he's helping me. And listen to the beautiful words of the Chazonish. Kamoman kedusha mosif look how much sanctity was brought into the world lir o to see ish chesed, someone who's doing a kindness imhamit atade Litharut imo to the one who's becoming his competition umosif Tehila Li reyov and he's only adding praise to man Ashrav Ashray doro. Fortunate is that individual. Fortunate is his generation. What makes a Jew tick? How can a Jew act this way? Unbelievable. Shom Aleichem and welcome to the block when he's your competition. If you recognize that it all comes from on high and you're going to get the parnasa that's coming to you one way or another as we read and learn on Rosh Hashanah if that's the case, if it's teyoseh, you can truly be that ideal Jew of welcoming the competition because you recognize it's all teyoseh. What a Shabbat Chazak! What strength to us and strength to the beautiful character of the Jew. Shabbat Shalom to all.